Today is Thursday, January 19th, 2023. CNN turns on Biden and admits that he met with Hunter's business partners as vice president. New evidence shows that Hunter lived in Joe's Wilmington house with the classified documents and the Chinese government and some hookers and some blow. Donald Trump will make his return to Facebook and Twitter and breaking Alec Baldwin is charged with involuntary manslaughter. Whoa! What a show. Buckle up, baby. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Whew. Where do we even begin? Well, when you have so much news coming at you so quickly, it's good to go back to the classics. It's good to go back to things that are rock solid, that we know, stories that we know, people that we know, characters that we know, and pop culture that can really give us a little bit of security and framing in this time. And I would like to introduce you to a scene in Godfather, Godfather 2 to be exact, when Michael Colleone finds his traitorous brother, Fredo. And Fredo, who has betrayed the Italian gangster family, the Colleone family, Fredo is confronted by his brother in a party in Havana. He kisses him and he says, I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. You broke my heart. You've betrayed me. You were on my side. I'm here partly because of you, and you have now betrayed me. And what will become of us? Well, that leads to essentially the destruction of the family. It leads to uh, a lot of uh, painful deaths, and it leads, of course, to heartbreak and collapse. This is what happens when you betray your own family. And ladies and gentlemen, on this show, we will bring you the most heartbreaking, we think it's hysterical, actually, we think it's hilarious, but nonetheless, heartbreaking for those involved, betrayal of Joe Biden by CNN, by Barack Obama, the betrayal of Joe Biden by his own son. Boy, we have some stunning revelations. Is Hunter Biden turning on Joe? Are they going to have a godfather moment? You betrayed me. Ladies and gentlemen, it is cinematic. And it is so elegant and so sweet, this storyline. Oh, we're going to get into it all today. So again, buckle up. And speaking of cinematic storylines, speaking of people getting shot and people being punished, breaking today, this moment, this very second. And we were live. We were late to our live by About 90 seconds today because we had to add this to the show. Alec Baldwin being charged for manslaughter. That's right. Alec Baldwin charged, will be charged, and has been charged with involuntary manslaughter in the Rust shooting, ladies and gentlemen. Charged with involuntary manslaughter in the Rust shooting. Let's read the breaking news from the Wall Street Journal. Alec Baldwin expected to be charged with involuntary manslaughter, rust shooting. Film's armorer is expected to be charged while assistant director has pled guilty to neglect for use of a deadly weapon. Wow. Prosecutors plan to charge Alec Baldwin with involuntary manslaughter in the fatal shooting of cinematographer on the set of the movie, uh, set of the movie Rust. In New Mexico in 2021, according to a person with knowledge of the investigation, the film's armorer oversees weapons. Hannah Gutierrez-Reed is also expected to be charged with involuntary manslaughter in the incident, according to one person. Now, we have spoken with multiple people inside of Hollywood who are working day in and day out on sets like this. And what these experts have told us is that the armorer absolutely deserves to be charged. 
Uh, this person that we spoke with, who does this for a living, by the way, we were at a we were at a a, yeah, a, a premiere. Uh, and why, why not just come out and say it? we were at a premiere? Gina Carano had a western that she produced with the Daily Wire, and um, it was called Terror on the Prairie. And it was uh, uh, in the spring of last year, and we went to the premiere. We were invited to the premiere, and we t- spoke with uh, with Gina, and we spoke with the people who worked with weapons on that set. And those people really like talked me through how th- these productions work because they fired a lot of guns in that movie. And I was like, well, so how did you fire guns without hurting anyone? Right? Like, give me the, the give me the breakdown. And what they said is that this is just sloppy movie management and that the armorers, what these people do is that they play with the guns and they, they shoot live rounds through the guns that shouldn't happen. But they like get bored on set and they're like shooting live rounds with their pistols and that they were just lazy and sloppy. And so they handed Alec Baldwin a loaded gun is what they assumed. And essentially these prosecutors are saying the same thing. Breaking, it's now across, across my entire social feed, Alec Baldwin will be charged with involuntary manslaughter. There's the involuntary part of it, right? So the involuntary part of it is that Alec Baldwin was presumably handed a gun, handed the gun, right? The voluntary manslaughter would be the person who's in charge. That's the armor who will also be charged. So it's partly Alec Baldwin's fault. He pulled the trigger and killed someone. Um, and he, you know, killed Ayanna Hutchinson, who was the person on set um so there's the involuntary part of it uh what does that mean i'm not a i'm not a lawyer uh so we'll wait to see what happens but i mean presumably this is gonna mean some jail time for alec baldwin i mean you'd have to assume he killed someone now he's gonna be charged with killing someone voluntary or involuntary there are different levels of manslaughter obviously in the first second and third degree um, this is one of the lowest levels of manslaughter to be charged with because, you know, what it means is that it's through neglect, uh, uh, that, that Alec Baldwin shot and killed someone. Alec Baldwin didn't mean to murder this person. Uh, so we'll see, uh, the armorers, however, well, they, that's negligence, uh, handing someone a loaded weapon and he's going to pull the trigger. So, Wow. Uh, breaking news, and that is why we were 90 seconds late to the show today. We wanted to make sure that we covered that off the top, uh, along with, of course, uh, the other cinematic betrayals and shocking dramas going on, laying out and playing out before us right now. The Colleone family, the betrayal, one side of the family against the other. That is what's happening right now to Joe Biden. There are so many scenes that are happening right now where people who helped Joe Biden, who not only helped Joe Biden, let's stop right here. That same Wilmington house where all the classified documents were, that house was where Joe Biden ran for president from. So that house is where, that's the basement house, right? When you hear the geese and those hilarious videos of like Joe Biden sitting in his basement, that's the house. When Joe Biden was running for president, he wasn't, he was sitting in the basement of that house. The people who actually running for president for him was the corporate press. Now, you know this. But what did the corporate press do to help Joe Biden? Well, they essentially facilitated, they gave Joe Biden legs. When Joe Biden can barely walk, he can't go up a flight of stairs, he can't ride a bicycle. Joe Biden has no legs. They gave Joe Biden legs to run for president. CNN did the job of running for president for Joe Biden. Now, this, of course, happened to CNN's extreme and total collapse and detriment. Breaking news also this morning, CNN is closing down the CNN Center in Atlanta. CNN is suffering. Immensely. CNN has lost 33% of its audience year over year. 
33% uh, of his audience has uh, the multiplication tables mean that CNN has only 700,000 viewers on average. I can tell you this. We have shows that do 700,000 viewers. This program can pull CNN ratings because of you. God bless you. And thank you. And we are growing. So let's all beat CNN together. Can you join me in that? So here, ladies and gentlemen, let me uh, let me let me break this down. Uh, CNN is the reason that Joe Biden won the presidency, right? Like, so like, again, like you have to understand Joe Biden didn't run for president. Someone ran for president. You have to run for president. And in part, the corporate press is the reason that Joe Biden occupies an oval shaped office right now. I think is maybe the correct way to say it. So, so CNN running a segment that they ran yesterday in the total and complete dumpster fire collapse of that network is really a betrayal unlike anything I've ever seen. CNN ran a, a segment that's so high, I don't think it could have been run on Fox News. That's not a knock against Fox. I mean, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a show on Newsmax. Like, there are things you just can't run. The lawyers don't let you run certain certain segments, certain things. Certain, certain subjects are too hot, right? Too hot. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2023. How was 2022 on your finances? Probably not great. And it's not your fault. Our government is spending way too much money and giving that money to the dumbest people. They passed a $1.7 trillion omnibus package on Christmas Eve just to spite you, to insult you, and to tell you that they don't care about you. So maybe this is the year that you should start caring about your savings and securing your financial goals. When you've finally had enough of the games that the government is playing with your savings and retirements, you should diversify into gold, birch gold. I'm tired of my money being impacted by stupid decisions by our leaders in Washington for over 5,000 years, gold has withstood inflation, geopolitical turmoil, stock market crashes. And here's the great news. You can get in now. In fact, you can own gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account today. Birch Gold makes it so easy to convert your IRA or 401k into precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text the word Benny to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold. With almost 20 years experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals, Birch Gold can help you. Text Benny to 989898. 989898 today and go gold in the new year 2023. Now, this segment on CNN is a seven minute segment that goes into depths and details of the Hunter Biden laptop and the shady business dealings of the Bidens that, again, I don't think could have played on Tucker Carlson's show. That's coming from a guy who used to work for Tucker. Like, this was awe inspiring in the depths of its betrayal and depravity towards the Bidens, but its honesty. And I suppose like a broke clock is right twice a day. And ladies and gentlemen, CNN uh, deserves the tip of the hat for going in on the Bidens. Let's begin. We're going to break down this video for you. And you're going to, I mean, stand in uh, utter gaping shock and awe as to what C- the, the hatchet job that CNN just pulled on, on Biden. We're going to tell you in just a moment exactly what we think is happening right now. This isn't CNN just trying suddenly suddenly discovering that they're journalists. There's a bigger there's a bigger product that's being rolled out right now. There's a larger format game afoot. But CNN is taking the hammer to Joe 
talking about the benefits of the Biden family name. Hmm. Oh, remember when Joe Biden was pure as the white driven snow off the back of a polar bear in the Arctic? Yeah, not so much. Watch. He has built his political career on promises of honesty, hard work, and a pledge that a family name means something. I give my word as a Biden. I give you my word as a Biden. But while Joe Biden swears by his name in politics, his son and two brothers spent years trying to benefit from the Biden name. It's all now the focus of a Republican-led congressional investigation. We want to know what the Biden administration is trying to hide from the American people and why they are not being transparent. Republican Congressman James Comer now chairs the House Oversight Committee and has set his sights on Joe Biden's son, Hunter, a mysterious laptop now in the hands of the FBI, and long-held conspiracy theories about President Joe Biden and what he does or doesn't know. Um, okay, so there's a clip of Joe Biden telling Peter Ducey of Fox News, one of our favorites, big fans of Peter Ducey of Fox News, telling one of our favorites, Peter Ducey, at the Iowa State Fair, the year is 2020, and Peter Ducey says, hey, um, Tell me about this shady business dealings of your son, Hunter Biden. And Joe Biden gets up in his face, up in his camera. I won't get this close to the camera. There's a camera in the studio. I won't get this close. Gets close enough to spit into the camera, up in Peter Ducey's face, jabs his finger in his face, attack on the free press, anyone? And says, I've never met with any of my son's business partners. There's nothing wrong with his relationships. CNN just launched a nuclear warhead truth nuke from a SpaceX spaceship directed at Joe Biden's head for that lie. We, we, we were dumbfounded watching this. Please watch CNN report on Joe Biden's interest in Hunter Biden's dirty business deals. Despite his denials, a CNN review of the laptop data, as well as other public material, shows that Joe Biden did interact with some of his son's associates while serving as vice president, though it's unclear exactly what was discussed. One example, the Republican site, Miguel Aleman Magnani, a Mexican businessman and son of the former president who Hunter was trying to woo. In 2014, Aleman Magnani and his dad were photographed at the White House with then-Vice President Biden. In a later email, Hunter Biden reminds Alemani Magnani of the favors he's done for him. We have been talking about business deals and partnerships for seven years. I have brought every single person you have ever asked me to bring to the effing White House and the vice president's house and the inauguration. Hunter Biden bluntly acknowledged the power of the Biden name in a memoir, writing that the Ukrainian energy company Burisma, which put him on its board, considered my last name gold. I don't think that there's a lot of things that would have happened in my life that uh, that if my last name wasn't Biden. OK, what did I just hear? CNN broadcasting not only the profanities of the Bidens, the effing White House, the business interests of Joe Biden inside of his son Hunter's pay for play scandal. Pay for play is obviously illegal. You cannot pay for access 
to these democratically elected offices. But that is precisely what Hunter Biden was doing. This is exactly the game. You know this. You are an intelligent person. You've been following the news. That's why you're watching this channel. We are discovering this together. We are truth seeking together on this show. And so, of course, you know that the entire business model for the Biden family, including but not limited to Hunter, because Joe Biden's brother, Frank, gets the business in this CNN expose as well. I think it's worth playing this clip. They go after the business brother, Frank. But let me put a bow on this. The business model, and they tried to obscure it. They try to make it so opaque. They try and uh, obfuscate all of this. It's really simple. Here it goes. Do you want access to the highest or second highest office in the land? Give me money. You get access. You want money. I want money. You get access. You get White House invitations. You get meetings. You get money. You get cash. That's how it works. It's pretty simple, man. I mean, it's like a like a dirty club run by the mafia. You pay the troll toll and you get in. You don't pay it, hit the bricks. Listen to CNN do a number on Joe Biden's brother, Frank, someone who's often left out of this conversation, but who's actually the kingpin of all of it. Watch. Joe Biden's brothers have repeatedly referenced him in their private dealings. Frank Biden, a developer of for-profit charter schools, has invoked his brother in trying to convince local officials to approve his projects. Like in Sunrise, Florida, where he told the city in 2015 to trust his venture. Not because of Frank, but because of the honor of being the brother of a guy I think we all know and love. In 2021, at a gathering of medical professionals, he made this pledge. The bully pulpits that I have as a result of the privilege of being associated with, with my brother Joey. And I'll do everything in my power to support you to get the job done, to get federal dollars to your research. Frank Biden told CNN there has been zero interaction between his brother's public office and his private business, adding, do I engage in any way in quid pro quo on any level? Absolutely not. <laughs> in the legal profession, this is called an argument that proves too much. In Shakespearean language, this would be called thou doth protest too much. Am I engaging in a quid pro quo? <laughs> what you, oh, you didn't ask about that? Oh, well, the answer is no on both fronts. Oh, that's not what you were saying? Oh, I mean, <laughs> when you have to say, oh, no, I didn't murder the hooker. And, and, and it's like, uh, hey, I'm just the Uber Eats driver, right? I'm just here with your Chick-fil-A. I'm just the guy who's bringing you Uber Eats. Why are you telling me about a dead hooker? Like you're protesting too much. The Bidens are sitting there telling CNN, whoa, we're not criminals. We didn't do all of these crimes and then naming the crimes. We didn't do those. And CNN's like, we didn't ask. But I guess we will now because we have the footage of Peter Ducey saying, are you involved in any of your son Hunter's business dealings? Watch Joe Biden's reaction to this nigh on two years ago. Go. Mr. Vice President, how many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas dealings. And so how do you know? Oh, yeah, here's what I know. I know Trump deserves to be investigated. He is violating every basic norm of a president. You should be asking him the question. Why is he on the phone with a foreign leader? 
trying to intimidate a foreign leader, if that's what happened. That appears what happened. You should be looking at Trump. Trump's doing this because he knows I'll beat him like a drum. And he's using the abuse of power and every element of the, the of presidency to try to do something to smear me. Everybody looked at this and everybody's looked at it and said there's nothing there. Ask the right question. Mr. Body, okay, but if you've never spoken to your Pardon son, me. are you being impeached for this? Depending on what the what the House finds, he could be impeached, but I'm not making that judgment now. Okay. The House should investigate it. The House should investigate Ask the right question, Joe Biden barks at Peter Ducey of Fox News covered there on CNN. That was a CNN live feed. Ladies and gentlemen, what CNN is now doing is exposing all of that as fraudulent lies, saying that Joe Biden did, in fact, deal with Hunter Biden's many nefarious business partners. And by the way, we, CNN, (laughs) I guess I owe you an apology. We'll apologize. We'll admit when we're wrong on the show. We'll be very transparent about the operations of the show, the building of the show. We're very, very proud of what we're building. We're building it for you and with you. But ladies and gentlemen, we'll apologize. We've never seen that footage. We should have surfaced that footage for you of Joe Biden's brother, Frank, spinning up the Biden name. Way to go, CNN. I Sorry, I never once on this show, I think, praised CNN. Way to go, CNN. You dug up footage that not even we dug up. And we have the great ALX working here. We have Rolls Royce running the show right over here. We have Danny DeUrbina on our team. Well, I mean, we have like an all-star team here to dig up damning clips. And we do day and night. Follow us on social media. But uh, wow, CNN is finding like old quid pro quo clips of the Biden family. And they ain't done yet, baby. Watch the chainsaw that they get out of the old garage. Put on the Freddy mask, Freddy Krueger mask. Get out that chainsaw and start buzzing away at Joe Biden's brother, other brother, corrupt brother, James Biden. Yo, what? Like, what's in the water at CNN these days? Go. Healthcare entrepreneur Michael Frey told CNN Joe Biden's other brother, James, broke financial promises he made while referencing the Biden name. Frey's company filed a lawsuit alleging fraud by James Biden, who denied the claims. Frey spoke to CNN before the lawsuit settled in 2020. Everything was on the Biden name, and, and so we took that to heart. James Biden was also named in a lawsuit filed in July. He allegedly received about $600,000 in loans in 2018 from a company he worked with, AmeriCorps Health, based upon representations that his last name, Biden, could open doors and that he could obtain a large investment from the Middle East based on his political connections. The suit states that the investment was never delivered. The lawsuit was settled, though James Biden denied the allegations in court filings. He did not respond to a request for comment. Oh, he didn't respond to a request for comment. You see, CNN is actually doing journalism. Would we even have a President Biden if they had done this in the year 2020? Am I praising them for something they should have done a long time ago? Of course. CNN's under new management. CNN had, was bought and sold at like a Goodwill Salvation Army store to Warner Brothers Media. And so Warner Brothers Media is having to change a lot of rotten projects. The whole DC universe, all of this stuff is owned now, uh, you know, is now owned. uh, uh, I'm sorry, Warner Brothers, which owns CNN, was bought by Discovery. Let me correct that. Discovery Network bought them all, right? Lock, stock and barrel. Again, a garage sale. So what's going on here? CNN is being pushed by their new head. His name is Chris Licht to actually do reporting. Not a single thing that they're reporting here is right-wing 
propaganda, nor is it information that is not real. This has all been out there. You've just been living inside of the matrix that these people are trying to desperately create. And as the matrix disintegrates, as it breaks, as the tear in the matrix begins to expand, well, CNN is going to be left saying, hey, we got to eat what we kill around here. We got to actually report the news. And if we want to bring back a center-right nation, which this nation is center-right, there are more self-identified conservatives and Republicans in this nation, far more than progressives. If we want to stop stop spiraling and, and spinning around in the sewer drain, chasing MSNBC to the bottom, then we better earn back some of the respect and trust of the people who are maybe like middle of the road. And that's what they're doing here. And so that's why they talked to an ethics expert about the Bidens. They didn't have to do this. Again, yo, uh, huh, yo, you didn't have to go so hard, CNN, but they did. Check check out this clip. They they brought they drag in an, ex, an ethics expert, and they're like, uh, "Hey, should the Bidens um, be living in a prison cell in Guantanamo Bay?" And he's like, "Uh, baby, yes. Who do I kiss here? You broke my heart, Fredo. You broke it. I know it was you, Fredo. Watch." Kathleen Clark, a government ethics expert, calls it all troubling. We have ex certainly examples of. Biden family members explicitly trading on his name, trying to convince business partners to to do deals with them. Um, that's outrageous. That's outrageous. By the way, that lady is not a Donald Trump supporter. I don't know. If you, I don't know. If you can like you look at her. And you're like, uh, that lady ain't walking around with a MAGA hat on. Uh, that lady ain't, you know, holding up the let's go Brandon flag at the Daytona 500. And she's like. Yeah, this is all wrong. <laughs> like the Bi the Bidens deserve what's coming to them. And by the way, it's ongoing. It's ongoing. The Biden operation is running full scale. You you think that like they stopped while Joe was president? Check this out. Check this out, ladies and gentlemen. Article: Frank Biden peddled White House influence during Joe Biden's presidency. Hmm. In October, Frank Biden spoke in Venice, Italy. That has a keynote speaker at the bit that the BioSig Health Technology Company. Hmm. Does he speak Italian? Does Hunter Biden speak Ukrainian? No. The trip was not paid for by Frank Biden, who refused to disclose the financier. His speech included an advance uh, on how lobbyists could influence uh, American policy. CNN reported this instance of influence peddling. The speaker is not a doctor. Nor did he have any extensive background in healthcare. So why is Frank Biden going and speaking at an Italian health conference? In the speech, Frank Biden talked about his family and used his brother's name for cancer initiative uh, conversations with the attendees. Following his remarks, the leader of the trade group who attended the event promptly posted a video from Venice informing members that he represents that he had spoken with Frank Biden about his efforts to lobby the federal government on Medicare reimbursement rules. <laughs> OK, so the so the skis bag Italians are using Frank Biden. The, the operation still continues. Oh, oh, Ladies and gentlemen, was ha you you thought that the uh, you thought the mafia that we took out the they just went underground they just went underground for a little bit all right we're still bootlegging baby we're still getting that whiskey from Canada bring it the Bidens as CNN reported at the event Frank Biden boasted of the bully pulpit that I have as a result of the privilege of being associated with my brother Joey this is Breitbart article three thousand look at that number look at that three thousand six hundred and fifty four comments. On this article from Breitbart, published at 4.11 yesterday, uh, 
complimenting CNN. This is the singularity that I'm talking about. When I tell you that the world and the the the, the matrix is disintegrating and that uh, the the powers that be are aligning against Joe Biden, this, uh, consider this. A Breitbart article is writing up a CNN piece. What does that mean? What was the last time you saw that? Where Breitbart writers went through like complimentary talking about the journalism that CNN is doing against the Democrat power structure. Yeah, what is happening? <laughs> Frank Biden, Frank Biden's working history with biosig technologies is unclear. According to the report, Frank Biden initially told CNN that he had worked for the company for a year before reversing himself, claiming that he never worked for the company, only that he gained biosig technologies, informational sales assistance. <laughs> uh, if you can't explain it to a 14-year-old, you're lying. Okay. If you can't explain it to someone who's 14 years old, if you're obscuring in techno jargon like informational sales assistance, that means you're lying. It means you're a fraud. It means you belong in jail. And most of America believes this. If you're watching this show right now and you're like, I think the Bidens belong in jail, know that you are in the vast majority of Americans. Two-thirds of Americans, including most Democrats, favor an investigation into the Bidens. Look at this. Check out this polling. Yo, this is Yahoo News writing this up. What's going on here? So I'm able to play you a CNN story, a Breitbart News story, and then a Yahoo News story. I've been telling you. The, the power structures are turning against – the gravity is against the Bidens. A Yahoo News YouGov poll finds that nearly two-thirds of American adults, 64 percent, favor Congress investigating classified documents found at President Joe Biden's home and vice president's office, including a majority of Democrats, 52 percent. 52 percent of Democrats. Huh? What? Check out this poll. Michael Schellenberger tweeting. Look at it. Look at the numbers. Look at those raw numbers. Republicans, 84 percent. Independents, 64 percent. Are you in the – are you in those groups? If you're a Republican, thank you for watching. God bless you. Keep working to save the country. If you're an independent, thank you for being open-minded and watching this channel and like considering. And if you're a Democrat, hey, come on over. The water's warm, baby. Jump into this comment section. Benny's Battalion, Salty Army. What do we got here? Shout it out. You'll see people from all around the world that just want to come here and get some news, get some salt, cry a little bit, laugh a little bit. That's what we do here. Check it out. Just 16% of Americans oppose an investigation. Whole Lee, ka, no, Lee. And that, that, I mean, of course, we say holy cannoli because it's a Godfather-themed show and because <laughs> Joe Biden's brother is going skeezing around Italy trying to drum up more money. You thought the operation stopped? Oh, baby, it did not. Did the Hunter investigation turn Biden's lawyers into a cleaning crew? Top Republican is dying to know why the high-priced attorneys were trawling the president's properties for classified documents five years later. We know exactly why. We know exactly why. The Republicans are now getting out the long knives and the bulldog teeth. Republicans are demanding the White House answer why President Biden's personal lawyers were trawling his office and Wilmington home where they found classified documents, even though the files had been there for five years. Joe Biden had run for president with those files just sitting around in a dustbin. Representative Mike Waltz suggested to Fox and Friends on Wednesday morning that the reason the documents were found in the first place may have been in connection with subpoenas in the Hunter Biden investigation. He also said that the GOP-controlled House committees need to demand records to track secret information received during his time as vice president. Yo, uh, huh. The reason that they are doing this cleanup operation, as somebody who employs lawyers, I have lawyers, right? You're in media. You want to protect yourself. You want to just make sure that you're covered. I got a lawyer. 
Let me tell you what, this guy's expensive. He's a homie, but he's expensive. Lawyers are expensive. Time is money. This lawyer doesn't go around rooting through my sock drawer. This lawyer ain't looking through the Tupperware cabinets in my house. Why would I pay him to do that? Why would he be doing that? Someone ordered him to do that. There's two possible reasons why this is happening. One, the Bidens were unaware of the documents being placed inside of their house. Now, this is this is one theory that Barack Obama packed these documents up when they were leaving the White House and that this is a landmine field for the Bidens. Mm, Is that is that the true story? I don't know. But that's what people are saying. What do you think? The second the second is that the Biden sold access to these documents that these were known entities inside of homes that the Bidens were residing in and inside of places that the Bidens had ownership of and that they were selling access to these documents using them as leverage. The third hmm, is that these are damning pieces of evidence against the Biden crime family and against the operations of the Obama administration and regime and that these operations, that these these documents themselves – are being classified in order to protect the Biden operation. Are you following me here? So if you have documents showing that you were paying Christopher Steele to get dirty information on Donald Trump or that you were engaging in a quid pro quo to fire a Ukrainian prosecutor or that you were setting up working with a Chinese energy company while you're still in government in with our number one geopolitical enemy, in the you know on, uh, on planet Earth, well, you would want to obscure that information by slapping a classified label on it, and then by keeping it so that no one could ever get access to it, unless Republicans got wise and started to subpoena that information. Mike Waltz, a member of the Republican Oversight Committee, asked this exact question. Yeah, well, uh, at least the American people that I'm talking to, I would relay this to the president and KJP. What they also care about is what they're seeing unfold before their eyes, which is a two-tiered, unfair justice system. We are going to get to the bottom of several key things. One, I'm still dying to know why $1,000 an hour high-priced attorneys We're cleaning out Biden's office in the first place after five years of those documents sitting there. So what drove that? And there's a lot of talk. Was it uh, subpoenas from the Hunter Biden investigation that suddenly turned these lawyers into a cleaning crew uh, to start combing through every document? So what happened there? uh, I know from my time in the White House uh, years ago that there are logs Uh, And there's a tracking system for top secret, especially top secret compartmented information that goes to the president and the vice president. We should be requesting those. And I suspect you'll see uh, Jim Jordan doing that uh, very quickly. And I wanted to see a damage assessment from the intelligence community. So no such raid was carried out on the Biden House, the Mar-a-Lago style signature raid of the Justice Department, the signature raid of uh, Mr. Merrick Garland sending in the FBI to destroy you if you are a pro-life advocate, if you are Donald Trump sitting in his swimsuit in the moonlight, pining like Wolverine in that meme, pining after the love letter written to him by Little Rocket Man. You get an FBI raid for that kind of stuff. 
But if you're Joe Biden, you squirreled away documents that are classified or that you are keeping illegally and you have no summary, plenary power to have or keep because you were just the vice president um, and you were keeping them in the dirtiest possible place in a box in your garage next to a Corvette that Hunter Biden is driving. Look at these videos. Look at these images. Check it out. Look at this. Boom shakalaka. Hunter Biden inside of the Corvette with some babes. I don't know who those ladies are. I don't know who they are. Maybe I shouldn't call them babes. But those are some those are some chicks driving in the Corvette with Hunter Biden. Who are those girls? I don't know. Their faces are blurred. These are images from Hunter Biden's laptop. Look at that. Hunter Biden with a camo hat on. Military members watching this? Does Hunter Biden have a right to wear a camo hat? Hunter Biden in a camo hat, driving around in his dad's whip with the classified documents in the back. This was where Joe Biden was keeping damn docs. Yo, we now have photographic evidence from Hunter Biden's laptop, this uh, courtesy of the Free Beacon, of Hunter Biden placing him inside of the prized, coveted Corvette. Oh, and we ain't done with exposing what Hunter Biden was doing at that house. Believe that. Buckle up. Check it out. Hunter Biden. This is a Fox News broadcast from last night. Hunter Biden in the Corvette with Mr. Colonel Mustard with the wrench and the knife in the library. We got the receipts. You ready? Go. These photos were sent to us by the Washington Free Beacon, taken in 2017 when the classified documents were spread eagle in daddy's garage, probably secured between a can of paint and a rake. If the Corvette wasn't in the garage, who was protecting the papers? We know anything within six feet of Biden's Corvette is one of the most secure locations in America, the Fort Knox of muscle cars. But what if the vet wasn't in the garage? Is the garage still safe? We also have pictures of an abandoned Secret Service booth in front of Joe's home back in 2019. So if the Secret Service wasn't guarding the docks and the Corvette wasn't guarding the garage, could spies just waltz in and sneak a peek? Well, it turns out the Biden manor may have had one extra line of defense. The Free Beacon reports that Hunter was getting high-tech equipment mailed to the Biden home, like a night vision telescope, GPS radar detector, burner phones, cameras, and a laser pointer. We know Hunter's into role play, but we didn't know he was dressing up like a Secret Service agent while he was home alone. <laughs> yes, uh, Joe Biden's home in Wilmington, definitely the only home that has maids that are Chinese and that work for the Chinese government. Don't mind the Chinese communist flag tramp stamp uh, on the back of your maids. They're just there to clean the garage. And let's have a look at that garage, shall we? We covered this in depth, but it's worth reminding you exactly where the documents were. You can see them. In this image, is this the super secure storage location of Biden's classified documents? Look at that. It's a lampshade. Hey, it's a lampshade that Jill Biden hasn't gotten around to wearing yet. Very exciting. Well done, everyone. Let's see. Are there some memes about this garage? There has to be something. Ah, good. Classified documents and garage sale. <laughs> ah, I love that. Uh. Jill is masked there. She certainly would be. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we 
have a bit of a problem here with the Bidens, and it's that uh, the world is collapsing around them and that they are going to be undone by the actual powerful people. They have uh, outlasted their usefulness. They are Muppets, and now they're going to be humiliated and undone. They have always had a kill switch. They have always had leverage. This is how a cartel works. This is how a mafia works. We started the show off with a clip and a scene from The Godfather. Mafias work with leverage, okay? You, the corner store, will pay me for protection, and that's my leverage on you. If you don't, you'll get hurt. That's my leverage on you. You see that? You like your car? You like your family? You like your house? Well, let's make sure all those things stay intact. Make sure you pay up every month. That's how the mafia works. And that's exactly what's happening to the Bidens. They're getting rolled right now. You can literally see photos of Hunter Biden. Remember, Joe Biden was very testy about this Corvette. He was saying this Corvette's super secure, super secure. Uh, Does this look super secure to you? Yeah, that's that's what Joe Biden considers super secure. That's where all the classified documents are. Now, I don't know who those women are, I can just tell you based on our knowledge of the Hunter Biden laptop, of which we know where multiple copies are and have looked through it ourselves, um, Hunter Biden's most likely, most likely the reason why Republicans keep talking about uh, sex trafficking as part of their investigation, why international prostitution is something that was talked about by the director of national intelligence, John Ratcliffe, yesterday international prostitution charges and sex trafficking charges because there is so much uh, pornographic evidence. I mean, of course, clips clips and photos we could never show you on, 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 on the show. Of course, we try and do a family-friendly show as best we can covering these absolute slime bags. Um, these are the kind of people that Hunter Biden was hanging out with at the house. And we know Hunter Biden was hanging out at the house. Check this out. Exclusive, according to private investigators. Hunter Biden lived at the Wilmington House with classified documents while bagging millions linked to the highest levels of Chinese intelligence. Huh? (laughs) We've covered this uh, uh, yesterday. We talked to you about what the House of Sweden was. Sort of broke down. Remember, if you can't explain it to a 14-year-old, you shouldn't be doing it. So we try and explain and we try to like bring light to these these complicated web of topics. So this is a private detective who has gone through Hunter Biden's laptop, gone through the official receipts and explained that Hunter Biden was occupying Joe Biden's house with the classified documents whilst getting paid by the Communist Party of China. Hmm. Ding, 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 ding. Looking for a Guantanamo Bay cell for one, please. Reservation for one. While addicted to drugs, cavorting with prostitutes, and making deals with businessmen tied to the highest level of Chinese intelligence, Hunter Biden lived in the house where Joe Biden stored classified documents. On a background check application dated July 2018, Hunter Biden claimed he paid $49,910 per month in rentals that his current residence at the time was Uh, The address of Joe Biden's home in Wilmington, Delaware, the Barley Mill Road address in Wilmington, Delaware, according to the document found on Hunter Biden's bed in a laptop. Hunter Biden also listed the Wilmington address as primary residence on at least one federal identification form and used the same address as his billing address for both personal credit cards and his Apple account. That's how you know these people have access to the laptop. 
because they're looking through Hunter Biden's purchases on Apple, which you can do, his Apple account in 2018-2019, a review according to the files on Hunter Biden's abandoned laptop reveals. According to the background check document, Hunter claimed that he paid rent from March 2017 to 2018 at the Wilmington house, leading some to wonder uh, why he was paying rent to his father who owned the home since 1996. Hunter apparently filled out the form in error. Contrary to some reporting, Hunter Biden was not paying his father $49,910 a month. Rather, it was a figure that represented his office space at the House of Sweden, which we covered yesterday, which is this prestigious office space on the waterfront in Georgetown in Washington, D.C. We showed you their website. We showed you what the offices look like. Nevertheless, the period Hunter Biden claimed he was living at the Barley Mill Road mansion, where the classified documents were found, overlaps with the time that multiple family members were taking money from Foreign businessmen linked to the highest level of the Chinese Communist Party. Early 2017, Hunter Biden was corresponding with the Communist Party group that was running the energy company. It's called CEFC. They personally flew in to see Hunter Biden. They gave him a 3.6 carat diamond. What uh, what size diamond is on your hand, ladies, if you're married? What size diamond uh, have you given to your wives, men? Uh, I tell you what. Don't really care who you are. I mean, if you, you if you're giving her a 3.6, 3.16 carat diamond, uh, you're baller. That's an eighty thousand dollar diamond. So that's what I mean. You like like maybe maybe it seems like a lot of money. My wife would be like, "Don't you dare spend that much money on a diamond, right?" My wife would never would never. But Hunter Biden is getting a diamond from the spy chief of China. That is bigger, potentially, than the diamond that sits on the love of your life's hand. Hmm. Were they in love? Were they in love? Is that the is that the tale? Is that the uh, way that this story is going to spin out? Between April 2017 and uh, September 2018, CEFC and its affiliates funneled millions of dollars to the Biden. Mostly Hunter, but some money flowed to Joe Biden's brother and sister-in-law, James and Sarah Biden. We just covered them. Joe Biden met with Hunter's business partners during that time. All while top secret sensitive compartmentalized information existed inside and was lying around locations in that home. Boom. Colonel Mustard in the library with the wrench. So how is Hunter Biden behaving? Well, we haven't seen Hunter Biden in the public eye. He was ubiquitous for a couple of uh, months here. He was at the White House Easter egg roll. He was at the Christmas party. Hunter Biden showed up at little events. They thought they were going to get away with it. Now, Hunter Biden is vanished once more. He was spotted yesterday walking into, scurrying into, according to the Daily Mail, I love that, scurrying like a rat into the home of his sugar brother, lawyer Kevin Morris, who bailed him out of $2.8 million in debt, federal tax, and gun charges loom. Ladies and gentlemen, Hunter Biden is running to his lawyer and the man who is, there he is, right there. Look at that dirtbag. Sitting there with his American flag hat on. How dare you? You disgrace to our country. Scurrying into his Hollywood lawyer. Hollywood lawyer's home. This guy's been paying off Hunter Biden's bills. Morris, who's the name of the lawyer, has been known as Hunter's sugar brother after he reportedly loaned him $2.8 million in 2021 to pay off his tax bills. His federal investigation into his financial affairs was launched and a prison term loomed. He also waged a campaign to try and discredit information from the laptop computer that was, of course, real. 
hopefully this man is being sued right now. Hollywood lawyer Morris 59 is known for his hard driving tactics. Daily Mail exclusively reported in October, he sent threatening texts to members of uh, uh, right-wing transparency group Marco Polo, which landed him in an ethics complaint. Morris sent crude texts to Marco Polo investigator who had been messaging the lawyer uh, posing potential ally for Hunter's defense case. Okay, well, the tangled webs we weave. How embarrassing has this moment become for the Biden family? Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the Biden family is currently being insulted, not by this show, not by members of CNN and the media, Illuminati, ladies and gentlemen, not by the DNC or by various Democrats or by Barack Obama. Uh, the Communist Chinese Party has now turned on the Bidens. <laughs> It gets better. This show, it just gets better. Stay with us, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We're just getting warmed up. Chinese Communist Party is now saying that the Bidens are an embarrassment and that they are humiliating themselves. And they are right. They are right. Don't make me do it. Don't make me do it. Please don't make me, in the same show, compliment CNN and the Communist Chinese Party, which are essentially the same thing. China, Biden document scandal proves that justice is worthless in the United States. <laughs> China state-run Global Times on Tuesday jumped in to President Joe Biden's classified document scandal by pointing out the difference in how Biden and the former President Donald Trump were treated as proof that justice, fairness, and the rule of law is worthless in the United States politics. Is China standing up for Trump? What's going on here? This is wild. Listen to this. The Global Times, which is a Chinese organ an organ of the Chinese Communist Party, took a moment to chide Republicans for pouncing on the Biden scandal and then said that they were right to hammer Biden for the hypocrisy of criticizing Trump for allegedly mishandling classified material. Then they called pox on both the Democrat and Republican houses, dismissing them all as hypocrites and opportunists who merely seek momentary advantage to savage battlefield of Amer in the savage battlefield of American democracy. Are they wrong? Are they wrong? Don't make me do it, China. Don't you make me do it. Don't you make me say that you're right. Wow. What is happening here? So the Chinese Communist Party is essentially saying that the establishments of both parties are giant hypocrites and engage in massive hyperbole and political electioneering in order to give themselves advantages. And they are like decrepit, diseased, depraved degenerates. Do I agree? Not going to say it. Especially as 2024 presidential election is approaching, the U.S. political atmosphere is sensitive uh, and the two parties will spare no effort to fully use every opportunity to slander the other. Against this background, it is projected that Republicans will not miss the golden opportunity to contain their Democrat counterparts. So this is, the, you know, this is China essentially making the case for authoritarianism, right? So be careful what you agree with, right? The enemy of my enemy is not always my friend. China wants authoritarianism and single-party rule. They're arguing that two-party rule is bad. And I'm arguing that maybe two-party rule is bad, but authoritarianism is worse, all right? China is a fascistic communist nation and um, is evil, totally evil. And the Chinese regime needs to collapse along with, I think, the establishments of both political parties in America. And quite frankly, the reality is, China, that both political parties want what you got. Both the, the Democrat superstructure and the deep state want what you have. They want 100% surveillance on the American people. They want no bill of rights. They want all the erosion of our 
uh, of all of our human rights. They want to be able to intern us uh, in camps uh, if they so see fit. If we deliver the incorrect uh, COVID test result, they wish for that. They want for that. Washington State, you know, started doing that. Ladies and gentlemen, China does that, of course. Involuntary internment. So did uh, New Zealand. And New Zealand just had a collapse of their government. So, hmm, working out bad, guys. But let's just state a fact that the establishment of both political parties, Republican included, they wish for the kind of control and the kind of authoritarianism and tyranny over those meddling kids those kids being you, me, this viewership, this audience, those meddling kids, they want the kind of authoritarian tight hand grip over you. Republicans would take it in an instant. That's why they passed the Patriot Act. Democrats, of course, are doing everything they can through the deep state and the super state and the federal state to impose that kind of an authoritarianism on you. They're both at it. So they both want to be China. And so China's calling both their bluffs. And they're right to do it. Both the establishments of both parties are trash and betray us, the American people. And China also betrays its people. China deserves a collapse as much as our political establishment. I often rant about how much I hate the Republican Party on the show because at least Democrats will stab you in the face. Republicans will stab you in the back. And I'd rather someone who at least like comes up front to me and like tells me the horrors they have planned for me so that I can fight them. I don't like it when I get stabbed in the back. And some of these Republicans that I like that have been on my show show up at the World Economic Forum talking on stage. Yeah, I don't like that very much, ladies and gentlemen. They lie to me. And I don't like people who lie to me. That's why I don't like Corinne Jean-Pierre, the single dumbest member of the Biden administration. Uh, she speaks English as bad as Joe Biden does. She probably rides a bike as bad as Joe Biden does. She probably can't do stairs like Joe Biden does. And she probably has a low IQ like Joe Biden does. So... I guess if you're looking for the perfect hire, Corinne Jean-Pierre is the perfect hire. Corinne Jean-Pierre confirmed six times on Thursday of last week that the search for classified documents was over. She lied six times on the record. This is on the record lying from the White House. Of course, it doesn't shouldn't surprise you, but we thought as a matter of public record, we should share this information with you and also the clip of her lying. Go. After the search concluded last night, uh, we released a statement disclosing the facts from that search, as you all know, this morning. Uh, this is all part of the Justice Department process. I don't have anything more to say, but that search was completed last night. And now this is in the hands of the D Justice Department. So look, I want to be very prudent here, as I said yesterday, uh, as you all have reported over and over again. Uh, so uh, about any questions about this, any specifics, there's a review going on, uh, and I would refer to Department of Justice or my colleagues in the council's office, you should assume that it's been completed. Yes. Well, as I just said, the, uh, as you saw in our statement, the documents uh, that were found la last night, right? They completed uh, the uh, uh, the search uh, with documents being found last night, and then this morning we put out uh, we put out. You heard from the White House counsel. Uh, you, we put out uh, the information on uh, specifically what was found. But just one document was found last night. The search was continuing. It was ongoing. The process, as I've been saying, was ongoing. And the, the search is clearly complete. And therefore, we shared the information with all of you. Uh, I can just refer you to what his team said. The search is complete. Uh, he is confident in this process. And I will leave it there. Liar. 
Liar! Liar! The good book, the good word of the Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, says that Satan's native tongue is lying. You should not lie. Thou shalt not lie is a very important commandment. You shouldn't lie. You should try your hardest to not lie. Now, it's tough in this business. I get it. Politics is lying. Politics is not for the angels. Politics is war. It's brutality. It's bloody. It is a absolute brawl being in politics. But we try our damnedest not to lie. And we won't. And if we find ourselves giving you, giving like, you know, incorrect or incomplete information, we correct it. But ladies and gentlemen, I mean, they just lie. That was two and a half minutes of her lying. No, we've done, we've completed the review. We found all the documents. We got it all. We got them all. We got them all. Two more tranches of documents were found and they'll find more. They'll find more because they're kicking the Muppet out of the office. Joe Biden has outlasted his usefulness. So Donald Trump is bringing in the hammer now. Some uh, big time breaking Donald Trump news here. Uh, Donald Trump slams Gestapo, FBI, and Democrats and crooked media for making Biden file scandals seem less significant and claims that he took empty folders rather than classified documents. Well, that's 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 interesting. What's that about? The empty folders. President Donald Trump compared federal agents Gestapo numbers, members, correction, Tuesday as he complained about the search of Mar-a-Lago. And, and, and was stacking up to the discovery of the classified documents uh, used by President Joe Biden. Trump referred to the FBI agents uh, who went through Mar-a-Lago as Gestapo and Trump-hating Marxist thugs who would plant documents on him. <laughs> Donald Trump always taking it to the next level, baby. Ne uh, at that same time, Trump was the first time put forward an explanation for why dozens of empty folders marked classified were among the thousands of documents uncovered as Florida Club with a subpoena. It comes amid a continued question about what brought Biden's lawyers to search his Wilmington, Delaware home for documents. So this is very interesting. Trump said that he saved hundreds of folders following the secure briefings in the Oval Office that he kept them as cool keepsakes. Okay. And he... Uh, posited that the government was using the folders to run up the amount of classified material found at Mar-a-Lago. Huh? Now, I have not heard this. No, we've had Cash Patel on the show. We have Rick Rodell on the show. Uh, we've had various members of Congress, people very close to Donald Trump on the show. I've never heard this explanation. This is very curious. Wait a second. So Donald Trump saying that he's keeping keepsakes, which he does, little knickknacks. You ever been to Donald Trump's office? We have. You ever flown on his plane? We were, we've been honored to do that as well. All you'll see, like stacked everywhere. It's like Graceland, like Wayne Newton's house, like all these little mementos, knickknacks throughout his life, all the Elvis Presley, like little bits throughout his life. And what did Donald Trump do when we were on the plane, Rolls Royce? What did Donald Trump do? He started playing like footage from Elvis. Like Donald Trump loves Elvis and James Brown. He started like playing music. He's like, Cool. Donald Trump clearly emulates this era, this era of like golden entertainment, and he has keepsakes from his time as president because he did that thing. He was president of the United States, duly and rightfully elected by us as a giant FU to Hillary Clinton. And so Donald Trump kept these little mementos and knickknacks. This makes perfect sense, by the way. Again, if you've been to a Trump office, if you've been to Mar-a-Lago, if you've gone to his office, it is stacked not just with stuff from like his presidency, but all his entire career. I mean, this man has been uh, bedrock 
of like American pop culture for some 50 odd years. Since like the 1970s, Donald Trump has been a figure in American pop culture and uh, 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 iconic, iconic figures. Iconography is the word I'm looking for, but iconography. Is that the right way to say it? Iconography. So he keeps these knickknacks. That's what's going on. This actually makes a ton of sense. So Donald Trump saying, uh, I did nothing wrong. Joe did. The other important thing that Donald Trump, the important point that Trump makes is that he has uh, plenary and summary power to classify or declassify anything he wants. This has been decided in federal court. This has been decided. There is a rule, the Clinton sock drawer rule, Clinton versus Judicial Watch, who we love. And we had Tom Fitton on to talk about this. Tom Fitton saying, uh, yo, that's the standing law of the land that Bill Clinton declassified and was able to keep whatever personal records he wanted in his sock drawer. Yuck. Don't take a black light to Bill Clinton's sock drawer. We said it many times. Make you go blind. But nonetheless, Tom Fitton wanted to get those documents, and a federal judge said, uh, bugger off, pal. Get bent. And he did. And Tom Fitton never appealed that. He's like, that's the standing law of the land. So Donald Trump keeping knickknacks from his presidency makes a ton of sense based on our knowledge of Donald Trump which we don't pretend to be his closest we don't pretend to be his closest friend or advisor but we we've done events and like been welcomed into various things they're very good at like bringing influencers around and stuff and shows and and then we look forward to bringing you that in 2024 and uh, we're about to talk about how Donald Trump is preparing to come back on Facebook and Twitter and what that means we're about to jump into that uh because Donald Trump is running for president in 24 and a bunch of Republicans will also run for president in 2024 But we want you to stay tuned to this channel because we have a promise for you. And we're not going to ask – of course, not going to ask for money or anything else. What we want from you is just simply to like stay tuned because we are going to bust our asses to make sure that you get the information, the cool stories, the behind the scenes, that everything that we can possibly bring you. We are very close with Ron DeSantis' team. We are very close with Donald Trump's team. We do get invited to this stuff. And we will bring you along and we are going to spend our finite resources on this show. Finite, not infinite, finite, but we will spend them to bring you the most excellent content we can possibly bring you. And we can do it because we're light and nimble and we have a young team here and we're going to be busting on this show. And we're going to be getting out of the studio, in the studio, we're going to be going live, we're going to be doing all this stuff, so many things we have planned, and we do it all for you. That's why Donald Trump should come back to Twitter and Facebook, as was announced yesterday. Donald Trump is coming back to Twitter and Facebook. Donald Trump's team is asking to come back. So he's going to be tweeting again. He's going to be posting on Facebook, Ben. What's his first tweet going to be? Donald Trump already has his Twitter account back. He just hasn't tweeted, probably because of his fiduciary duty as a truth social. But Donald Trump is going to be tweeting again. He's going to be posting on Facebook again, presumably. And between those two accounts, he has 120 plus million followers, 34 million on Facebook and 87 million on Twitter. Now he's running for president. The reason to do this is quite obvious. You got to run for president. You got to make money. You got to use it to fundraise. This is important. People are getting big bags of cash. Who's going to run for president against Trump? I don't know. I mean, no one's announced yet. Mike, uh, Michael Bolton with his mustache. John Bolton, <laughs> Michael Bolton, John, with his giant broom mustache from the Pink Panther. 
that guy's going to run for president. He's announced, I guess. I guess he's announced on BBC, some BBC show that he's going to run for president against Trump. John Bolton, Mike Pence, Mike Pompeo, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley. Who knows? Some of these people have not announced. Some of them have like definitely tested the waters. Mike Pence has all but said he's going to run for president. It's going to be a wild ride. Donald Trump's going to have challenges. So what's going to happen? We're going to keep – Donald Trump's going to have to keep fundraising, and he's going to have to run against a, a big group of Republicans. He did the same thing in 2016. What's going to happen here? Let me know what you think is going to happen in the comments. Ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump is asking for his Facebook back. Facebook has yet to hand him the keys back, but Facebook is deciding right now whether they're going to give Donald Trump his account back. Uh, presumably they will. Facebook's had a rough year, and Facebook needs the engagement back up on their uh, platform. Donald Trump was a huge win for these people. The dirty little secret is that they love conservatives. You hear a lot of these people hate conservatives. The dirty little secret is that we have higher engagement. We have better audiences. We have more active audiences, and we work harder than the left. And so they actually love us on the platforms. We are the, we, we are the creators that keep people coming in and keep driving people to their platforms. I'm not saying they can't survive without us. I'm saying it really hurts their business model, and it's a huge win for them when you have uh, uh, creators who like put the work in and like gain an audience. And to that end, we say, God bless you. We do this obviously for you and not for any single platform. And every dollar we make, we spend on you and making the show better and bringing you more information. Like for instance, the information that uh, if you are a COVID tyrant who clearly hates your own people and you want to lock people up and uh, uh, absolutely abolish their civil rights and human rights, well, then uh, you're an evil golem-like character. You're also from New Zealand, and you should resign. And thank God she has resigned. This person's name is Jacinda Aldin. Jacinda Aldin. Jacinda Aldin. She is uh, essentially atrophied in front of our very eyes. Um, and so bad. Uh, she's like uh, absolutely wretched individual. She committed human rights violations against her own people. She'll be lucky if she escapes prison for this. She was about to lose a massive election because she's deeply unpopular based on what she did during COVID. She resigned yesterday. A kind of a surprise to everyone. This is what it sounded like. And so today I'm announcing that I will not be seeking re-election. And that my term as Prime Minister will conclude no later than the 7th of February. 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 How do you pronounce February like that? February. Okay, whatever. Don't care. You're evil. And Tucker Carlson outlined exactly how evil this person was last night in a way that only Tucker can do. And so, like, we always try and end our show with happiness, with a little bit of joy, with a little bit of pep in your step. Too many black hills being, too many black pills being handed out. So let's celebrate a rare and good win that this evil tyrant is who's clearly propped up by China uh, is resigning. Good. Next, go to trial and then prison. Tucker Carlson uh, starting that process last night. Go. Stay local and do not congregate. Don't talk to your neighbors. Please keep to your bubbles. It comes down again to those very simple principles. We know from overseas uh, cases of the Delta variant that it can be spread by people simply walking past one another. So keep those movements outside to the bare minimum. If someone refuses in our um, facilities to be tested, 
they have to keep staying. So they won't be able to leave after 14 days. They have to stay on for another 14 days. So it's a pretty good incentive. You either get your tests done and make sure you're cleared or we will keep you in a facility longer. So I think people, most people will look at that and say, I'll take the, I'll take the test. You can now see family and friends again in their homes and use the bathroom inside luxury. Geet Detis, the entire team is like melting down on our internal chat for the show that we use when we're live. Geet, Geet Detis, how do you speak like that? Well, you're not speaking anymore. No more microphones. How quickly will uh, this person get a job at Harvard or a CNN contributorship? <laughs> I don't know. Has CNN gone based? I don't know. I don't know. I can't believe it. I complimented uh, CNN in this show. Don't expect that to happen. Uh, often or regularly. Uh, I I almost complimented the Communist Chinese Party. Uh, but of course, we gave you the addendum to all of that is that these people are sick communist authoritarians, just like that awful person. By the way, if you look at the before and after photo of Jacinda Aldern, like when she was like just a normal person living, and then when she became like a, a used husk of the World Economic Forum, this kind of stuff, selling your soul to Satan has bad results. Uh, engaging in demonic activity, which is the restricting of another human being's life and freedom. Remember, remember, these people want slavery. They are the modern day slaveholders. They didn't, they don't need chains anymore. They got chains. Okay. They got their chains. All right. And these people make the exact same argument that the slaveholders made back 150, 200 years ago, as it pertains to their view on human beings. We are expendable through abortion. We are completely controllable through mass media and psyops. And that we deserve to serve, we live to serve them day and night. You can hear that just on display at the Davos, at the Davos forum right now. And so don't sell your soul to these people. Don't believe them. Live free. Live free. We actually have the image of what happened, how you actually become Gollum. As soon as you sell out to the corporate World Economic Forum Davos elite, this is what happens to you. You literally chase after my precious. And if your precious is the worldly trappings uh, and the, the, the banality of this world, this temporal world, well, then you'll end up looking like that. Look at that. How awful. How horrible. You know, I've seen like before and after meth photos that look worse. The crystal meth photos look worse than the WEF photos. This is what, this is your brain before and after WEF. Before the, before and after the great reset. Here you go. That's what you do. You want to, you want to take the pill of the great reset? There you go. You want to smoke that crack pipe? There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Don't do it. Don't do it. And so no matter what happens, we want to remind you that these goblins and golems are not in charge. And that the person who's actually in charge, and always has been, always has been, just like the meme. It, wait, it's like the astronaut meme. Wait a second. It's like this? Always has been. The person who always has been in charge is our divine Lord and creator. And so we share a uplifting Bible verse with you every single day. Here it is for the day from Ephesians. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, 
against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavens and the heavenly realms. Ephesians 6, 12. What a beautiful verse for this show. And what an important thing to remind ourselves of. Ladies and gentlemen, we're not fighting flesh and blood we're fighting the rulers and authorities, but really the agents of evil in this dark world. Christ was brought up to the mountaintop by Satan and tempted. And what did Satan show him to tempt him? All of the kingdoms of the world. And Jesus didn't go, yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> he, he, he rebuked him, right? But Jesus didn't say, you don't own all the kingdom of the world. It was like, obvious. It was, it was assumed. So remember, this is the fight. God, family, country. God, family, country. Remember that holy structure. And that is what we fight for. It's pretty, pretty clear. It gives you a good drive and a pep in your step to know that we actually ultimately have the victory and that these uh, cl these degenerate clown clowns in their clown car, uh, they're not in charge of anything. They think they're in charge. They ain't in charge. All right. So have a pep in your step. Be happy. Keep fighting with us. Subscribe. Like the podcast. Follow the podcast. Hop on this uh, enjoyable little ride with us. It's going to be fun, and we're just getting started. So buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Benny Johnson. This has been The Benny Show. See ya.